Jesus is kind. Jesus is not just. Jesus does not brag and is not arrogant. All that describes Jesus because he is the enemy of love. The Bible says that God is love. And Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen me love. Let's look at some of these characteristics together. First of all, it says that love is patient. Jesus is patient. Now, the next things that I have known tell me that we gringos and natives are very impatient. <laughs> so, you know, if, if they tell us that they're going to be there tomorrow, it's a lot. You know, we're going to be around these a lot or into a life. In a life, or in a lot, they don't arrive tomorrow at all. Because we North Americans are concerned about wasting time. And for the Mexicans, that's also the foreign contract. So, not, not all, but for me, it's a different kind of culture. We gringos need to learn to become more patient. My son moved to Mexico about 16 years ago. He was teaching at the American school, and his birthday was coming up, and he wanted to invite some people to join with him in the celebration. So they had a roommate, and they made a reservation at the restaurant for 7 o'clock. He and his roommate arrived at 7 o'clock. They waited until about 7 30. Then 8 o'clock, and by then he was getting out of the nerves. and thinking, why did they stand me up? By 8 30, they decided to go ahead and walk the meal because nobody else was going to show up. Just as they were about to finish the meal, people started arriving. Those five people, they all came, but not the seven o'clock that he had planned. And so he learned. When he sends out an invitation to the gringos, he sends out a time of like nine o'clock. And to the Mexicans, he sent out a time of six thirty. And so everybody arrived and came out at the same time. We are very but God demonstrates his patience throughout the world. No matter how many times Israel sinned, God still was patient with them. One of the great stories I think is with Abraham. God said he was going to destroy Sodom in the world. And so Abraham thought he would negotiate with God. Now, God had already knew all the answers to But somehow Abraham thought he could negotiate with God. He said, well, God, would you destroy them if they're 50 righteous men there. God said, no, there are 50 righteous people. I'm not going to destroy it. So what about 45? If there are 45 righteous men, would you spare them? I said, yes, there are 45. Because I'll do it. And then he went down, what about 40? I said, no, 40 is good. 30? Yeah, 30 is okay. Well, for me, God, he asked me, if there are 10 righteous men, would you spare Solomon in the world? God said, yes, there are ten that will spare it. But somehow, even including Lot, who was questionable, uh, there were not ten righteous people. And you know, God demonstrated unbelievable patience for people. Not because of Lot. In the New Testament, Jesus likewise showed great patience in dealing with people. Uh, first of all, uh, there's an example of Peter. Peter said, Lord, everybody else might run away from him, but I am going to go. Jesus said, No, you've been denying me three times. 
or the rooster crows three times. Peter did three. Later, when Jesus was captured and taken to trial, he denied Jesus not once for three times. The Bible says Jesus was coming by and looked. You can imagine the guilt that Peter felt, probably thinking about the guilt that he was given. But he did. After the resurrection, he appeared with the disciples and he said to Peter, he loved him three times just as he had denied him three times. Peter said, Lord, you know that I love you. He said, Feed my sheep. What he was telling him was, Go out and be a shepherd, be a pastor to my people. I'm still going to use you, Peter, even if you deny it. He showed patience. He showed patience with a man named Saul. Saul was an inefficient guy. He was serving God by going around and killing Christians and bringing them to trial. And so he did one of these after the other. And you think God would never have anything to do with a man like that? Jesus appeared to him on the road to Damascus. He said, Why are you fighting against me? He said, Who are you, Lord? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth, that you did persecute. And he was blinded, had to be led into town. But God used to be. Became an apostle to the Gentiles. Became an apostle after all that he had done. What patience Christ showed to him. Then there was a, an adulterous woman that was brought to Jesus in the practice of that day. For some reason they stoned the women on the day. I don't know why. But she was brought there by the Pharisees and they, they were saying, well, she deserved to be stoned. What are we doing now? The Bible says that Jesus began to write it. And he said, He that is without sin cast the first stone. The Bible says, One after the other, they're all in the way. And then Jesus didn't condemn her, He showed great patience to God. He said, Where are your accusers? She said, They're all wrong. Jesus said, Neither do I accuse you. Go and sin no more. Show patience to all of us. What a great pleasure it is to love so much that we show that kind of patience. I, I really want to learn that kind of patience. Uh, I don't get that patience in Christ. But I want to have a little bit better. The story about a man he had, uh, he was a father. And he had a son who was always getting into trouble. And so the neighbor came to him and he said, You've lost all of you, almost everything that you had to give about that son. He said, If that were my son, I'd give up on him. The man replied, If that were your son, I would give up on him too. It was my son. Patience. Probably the greatest love that a human being can see is the love that a person has for their child. We need to demonstrate that same kind of patience with other people. Not because they deserve it, but because we love Secondly, he says that love is kind. Jesus is kind. We studied in our Sunday school class most of the things I've been talking about today. And one of them was feeding the 5,000. There were 5,000 men plus all the others. Jesus had been teaching and uh, the disciples realized that they were all hungry and said, 
send them back so that they can go get some food. And Jesus said, no, we're going to feed them here. I said, Lord, how do you they don't have all the resources to do that. He said, well, what do you have? Well, this little boy here, he's got five biscuits and two pieces of catfish. Good catfish. <laughs> he had two fish. <laughs> he fed all the five dollars along with all the women and the children as well. He showed compassion, kindness. It's one thing to a lot of people that are nice, that are attractive, that maybe have some wealth, and they take care of themselves. It's another to love people that are not so loved. And yet, the love of Christ enables us to love our own people. Religion is always together with kindness. There is really a religious people throughout their history. And they thought that they were serving God by doing sometimes horrible things. Philip II of Spain helped lead the Inquisition of Spain during this time. There were people that were killed because of their bad beliefs according to them. All of were cast out of the country because of that. I've been a Baptist for most of my life and more became a Presbyterian. The Lord is my eyes, I came to Presbyterian. But I feel you know, something happened during the late 60s and 70s at the Surrey on Southern Baptist. Then again, fighting about beliefs. Now, it's not that beliefs are unimportant. But I think that there is a kind of heresy other than the heresy of belief. There is a heresy of attitude and lack of compassion. And I saw people fight and feuding with one another, and today, some of the so I was the other countries and nominations, but shrinking in silence. And we lost the focus of what we were supposed to be doing, and we began fighting and feuding. And I saw people that were castigating terrible things said about them, and they were simply not true. I'm not to be religious, but also to be. Matthew 25 is the verse where our church is circled about. There's the, uh, the end times of Christ is speaking. And he says, I was hungry, fed me, I was thirsty, he gave me something to drink. I was a stranger, he took me in. Uh, I, I was naked and he clothed me. So let's look at those. Those are some of the things that we are doing as a church. It's one of the main reasons that I accepted a position here. Because I believe that this church was acting in a way that I have not seen before. And I think it's very impressive. That it's being kind, being compassionate. I was hungry. gave me something to eat. Every week I understand we're feeding thousands of people every month. Many thousands of people fed. Uh, we have people come to the church at least twice a week, about three times a week. And they cook and they get out food to those in the community to towns to the east of us. And, and they're doing that because Christ set the example. They were hungry and fed. I was first to engage in something to drink. Well, I was delighted this last week to find out the, uh, the little cycle that we have. We're trying to find 
clean water on the gospel. It has tremendous health problems, people dying of kidney failure from cancer. And so we've been building a water purification uh, installation there. But also we have some building, and already they started feeding breakfast to the children that go there. Some of the ladies in the community have been living. And Jesus said, I, I was thirsty and he gave me something to drink. He said, uh, I was naked and he clothed me. You know, there are people who need to come here that don't have clothes. Well, clothes falls upstairs and you begin to the children. That's uh, our team who leads our outreach program. Uh, went over to the left, right, on the other side of town, just a few walks. Found people there that are squatting and just building nature, housing. And then here they have very, very little money. He found some children that didn't have clothes and bought them from the church, gave them clothes and shoes. And we had an old Western kids that came in a few weeks ago and gave clothes to them. In fact, right now we're, we need some children's clothing and so we have some children. We're looking for them. We go to the States, uh, bring back some stuff from the Vatican village. Perfect place, anywhere you can find, because they need children's clothing. But the cost, they need clothes for the That's an act of kindness as well. I was in prison, and he visited me. And I tried to, my Spanish is not very good. Well, I don't enjoy it as they go. So we both do. And we have people that, that go to the prison, men and women's prison. And they, they minister to them. I, I worked in prison for about 15 years. And thrills my heart in reaching out to these people. And regardless of what they have done, uh, God still loves them. And we love them because we belong to God. I was a stranger when they took me in. I asked, maybe they just moved in a week or so ago. And I was talking to them, and they had moved, and they had. All kinds of stuff to get away. I said, well, you know, our church can use some things. And so we got a whole bunch of blankets. So I talked to Martin. And he said, oh, absolutely. He said, we need blankets right now. He said, the, they're migrants of our heart, refugees. They have nothing. They have nothing to eat warm. And so we need to be able to get them blankets. So I, I wrote a cardboard of blankets for my neighbor, gave them to Martin, we washed so that they could be distributed. I was a stranger. Love is kind. Compassion towards the needs of others. Whatever they whoever they are, we give them the cause the love of Christ is famous. Love is kind. In Philadelphia some years ago, Pastor learned of the two ladies in the community. And they had some special needs. So he asked one woman in the church to go over there and meet them and just talk with them. So she agreed and she went over and locked on the door and the door was opened by a lady. She said, What do you want? She said, Well, I'm just coming to see if there's any way that I can help. Uh, may I? And she invited her in. In the back room was her mother and the invalid. And, you know, and she had a scowl on her face. And so she began talking to her. I'm letting the woman into the speech. And first she said, What in the world did I have read with this one? And then she said, No, Christ loves her. 
not able to do. And so she really missed her. She showed her passion to the woman. As she got ready to leave, she bent down and she kissed this woman in the cheek that sprang in her and the lady began to cry because what she desperately wanted was somebody to love her. The church found out and they brought a coal to the woman to keep the house. They, they brought cookies from the kids and cards and hands that written on uh, one man decided to go over and take the glass. Somebody else came to the refrigerator. And the church just reached out and walked these two women and they showed kindness to them. Soon they returned to the in the women's house. And then both of these women became Christians because kindness had been shown. And they saw what Christ loved them. And finally, love glorifies God. And this summarizes three things. It says, love is not envy, it is not boast, it is not proud. The point there is that God alone needs to be glorified. Everything we do is to glorify God and not ourselves. And one of the most important points for me in the Bible is you cannot glorify God and yourself at the same time. Mine is quite like most of yours. Mine's no different from yours because we are all the same. God gives different gifts to the church, and it does not mean any one is more important than any other. I said a couple of people that one. Maybe they're a little bit of others, but most of us have a little more. You know, that's the point. Jesus talked about the Pharisees. And first of all, the Pharisees prayed, they went to the busy street corners, they lifted up the hands and they prayed aloud. They were proud of their prayers. And they were saying, God, I thank you that I'm not like all the He said, uh, their prayers are going to swallow their milk. They're not going to get anything more from And then, uh, when they would, uh, when they would fast, uh, they would make up the basis for Wear clothes, show them fasting. And the point was, they weren't fasting for God. They were fasting so that other people could look at them and say, Wow, what a religious person he is. When they gave money, they made sure that they had a lot of morals as they threw the coins in. Jesus said they didn't have to do anything at all. They received the glory of men. Cannot at the same time receive the glory of God. God gives gifts to our church. And I thank God for the gifts that so many people here have. The willingness of our church to serve God wherever it is. That's what our church is supposed to be about. Uh, we are not just a people that come together once a week to worship. We are people that worship God throughout the and so there should never be any boasting about one character. This gift is a preacher because everybody sees it. You have to look at me when it's Sunday. But it doesn't mean the best of important gift. On the contrary, the greatest gift that God gives a part of the gift of God. All the others mean nothing 
Copenhagen as a statue of Christ. Probably the Mediterranean version of Christ. I've not seen it. But uh, there were two men standing there. One of them had kind of a look of disappointment on his face that was obvious. He was expecting somehow for it to be more. And the other one said to him, you really want to see it. You have to go and kneel before you and look up. And then you can see the face of Christ. The Bible says that before Christ, every knee shall bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Love doesn't lie. Blessed folks, it's not envious of anybody else because it is God who is receiving all the glory. There's a little song I've asked the choir to help me with this little song. Glorify my name. That's what this is all about. Glorifying the name of Christ. Do you have a note for us?